Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more. I'll slash my butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you do want to do me a solid, please click that like, maybe that subscribe too, and possibly the notification bell, as it all really helps. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes of your day with me. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Family Necklace, Am I the Arsehole? Am I the arsehole for saying my family necklace will go to my birth daughter instead of my adoptive daughter? Essentially the title. Also, this is a throwaway account. More info, I, 30 female, just had a baby girl, Lily, a few months ago with my husband, 31 male. I have a son from a past marriage, 12 male, Jack, and my husband adopted a girl, 14 female, Emily, about three years ago. Edit to add, I forgot to mention that I married my husband about a year and a half ago. I love my adopted daughter so much and I try to be a mother figure to her. She doesn't call me mum and isn't very interested in spending time together which I respect because she has been through a lot, but I still make a point to include her in discussions and try to spend special one-on-one time with her. I have a necklace that has been in my family for a few generations. First one to have it was my great-grandma. She received it on her wedding day, so now it's given to the oldest daughter on her wedding day, which is when I received it. It's very beautiful and priceless, and I keep it in a special box that stays locked up with a key. My family is aware of this necklace and my children have seen it and know the significance. We were having a get-together with family because you know what is finally allowing it. My grandma started asking about the necklace and if it will continue the tradition and go to Lily someday, which I said yes to. My husband, who was half listening, turned and said, shouldn't it go to Emily? I didn't want to discuss this in front of our family, so I smiled and said we could talk about it later. My husband kept pushing it and Emily heard her name so she became involved with the conversation as well. My mum said that the necklace obviously should go to Lily since she is blood family, which I later told her was a very inconsiderate thing to say in front of Emily. I didn't really voice an opinion one way or another, but I did agree that it made sense to go to Lily. Emily hates arguments and raised voices so she said, I wouldn't want your stupid necklace anyways and ran inside crying. My husband went to talk to her. My family thinks that Lily deserves the necklace and while it's sad for Emily, she is old enough to understand the differences. I really love Emily and I don't ever want to hurt her, but I agree that this necklace might mean more to Lily since it will be from her direct heritage. Emily already has her own items that her mother gave her. I suggested to Emily that she and I go pick out a necklace together for her, just the two of us, but she refused and isn't talking to me. My husband doesn't want to get in the middle of this because it's my necklace and my decision. But I can tell he feels disappointed that I will consider choosing Lily over Emily. 
My other worry is if Emily gets a necklace, Lily will find out in the future from my family and might get upset. Please let me know if I'm in the wrong here. I really don't know how to solve this. And there is some edits which explains a bit further, which were covered straight away before the comments. And it says, edit for clarification. I've seen a lot of comments misinterpreting the situation. I'm not against giving Emily the necklace. I worry about her not valuing it because right now she doesn't want to be part of my family. If Lily grows up and doesn't value it, she won't get it either. So my question is more, am I the arsehole for automatically thinking my birth daughter would value the necklace more? I also did adopt Emily when we got married, which she barely agreed to, but it still hasn't changed our relationship. Edit, thank you for all the comments. I read through them all and there were mixed messages, but I know that this conversation should never have happened. We're going to table the necklace discussion for now and decide later if there's anything we want to happen to it. The current plan is to buy each of our children, including my son, a special gift on their wedding day. The necklace will either be kept in my possession or go to my younger sister. Who thinks we should take turns with it anyways? Lol. Who is currently pregnant and could give it to her child. I realize that I struggle a lot with Emily with trying to have a relationship with her, but I need to just continue and make sure she gets as much love as she can. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk to Emily and tell her I never meant to upset her and that I love her just as much as Lily, regardless of a silly tradition. I will keep trying to see if she wants to spend time with me and hopefully someday she will want a relationship. Thank you all for your advice and votes. I hope this can help our struggling little family. It's an incredibly sad one for me in this is that, it's going to sound bad, but a silly tradition is getting away of all this that, you know, a 14 year old girl that's that was adopted by obviously the husband and then was married into this family. So it's another blended family. So, you know, her, she must be all over the place at the moment, this girl, her, her emotions. I can only imagine her emotions being all over the place and things being incredibly confusing and just needing all the love and support she can get right now. And I think like Opie said in one of the edits that tabling this, this particular necklace right now is the right thing to do. I, I'm not sure where, where even to go with that, but I can't see that being, there's no point in discussing that right now breaking it down she was adopted then a year and a half later goes into a, a blended family it must be a, i can't imagine the emotions going on i'm not sure i could say you're the arsehole or not the arsehole but maybe an everyone sucks here if we have to give a verdict on this one you know simply because the conversation should never have been raised in front of the girl in the first place it should just have never come up but Underground Queen says not the asshole and quotes, my husband doesn't want to get in the middle of this because it's my necklace and my decision. And then says, but he threw himself into it immediately. When you told him you guys could talk about it later, he pushed for it. It's nice that now after stirring the pot and causing the issue, he just wipes his hands and backs away. Pristine Rhubarb says, your husband doesn't want to get in the middle. He put himself in the middle, not the asshole. There is only one necklace and you haven't known Emily that long and she doesn't seem that interested in you. So I wouldn't want to give her something treasured either, but I can see why she is hurt. Could you start your own tradition with her and your blended family? Starchy says, so your husband already got in the middle of this by pressing the matter after you said you'll speak with him later in private. He's the arse since he was washing his hands of a situation he largely instigated. There is one necklace and three children. There is no fair way to pick who gets it. Oldest sex is arbitrary as blood. Your solution of offering a special necklace to Emily is a good one. Hope you do something special for son too. Not the arsehole. And I think I did forget there actually. You know, Opie did say we'll talk about this later and husband did push the issue. So I don't know if Opie would be the arsehole in this now. Confused. <laughs> Next comment. 
CTDVATR says, everyone sucks here. OP, stop. How insensitive are you? This is a 14-year-old girl who was adopted at age 11 or 12 by a man who had a big enough heart to take her out of a toxic situation. A year and a half later, he marries you. Now there's a new baby and brother involved. At what point do you stop and just say, wow, this young lady is going through a lot and needs nothing more than complete support and unconditional love from her parents, which is supposed to be you and your husband. You say this girl has no interest in you as a mother. Maybe this girl is just trying to survive. Have you ever thought about that? Grow up and start being the woman your husband married. Give this young lady unconditional love and support. If you do over time, the relationship will blossom. It's hard enough to be a teenager. Can you imagine being a teenager with all this baggage and change in home life? You need to do some damage control. You need to go to her and say that you love her and are so thankful she is part of your life and you get to be a mother figure to her. Tell her the discussion of the necklace caught you off guard and you don't know what you're going to do. But more importantly, what you do know is how incredibly special she is and how you want to make sure she understands that. Start investing some time in this child. Whether she reciprocates or not, keep doing it. Do better as an adult female in her life. She needs you and her father chose you to help him on this path. And one more from Music with Roxin who says, not the arsehole, wow. The fact that your husband wouldn't let this go and insisted on talking about it in front of your family and his daughter is beyond the pale. Take a hint, guy. You were backed into a corner here. Your family was awful for saying blood daughter and your husband was awful for not putting off to discuss later in private. But I don't see what you could have possibly done with your back to the wall like that. It makes sense to give it to your daughter. Your adoptive daughter was already a teenager when you met her and you haven't developed a close mother-daughter bond. I can't understand you'd want to give it to the child that you raised. Blended families are complicated. Feelings like this are complicated. And having just had a baby, you just had a massive rush of hormones and protectiveness towards this tiny life. And I'm sure it feels super difficult that the somewhat cool relationship with your stepdaughter, who has her own inherited keepsake from her mother, who it sounds like she remembers and will always think of first when she thinks of her mother. Now, I've gone on long enough with this one. What are your thoughts on this? Is it an everyone sucks? Is it you're the asshole, Or is it a not the asshole? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And on next Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Story comes from Apprehensive Dingo 40. Am I the asshole for modifying a dish even though it wasn't requested? I'm 28 female and I work as a chef in a local Italian restaurant. 
We are extensively trained in matters like cross-contamination, and we are very careful with customers who say they have food allergies, i.e. we have a section of the kitchen specifically for preparing dishes for customers that can't have nuts, dairy, shellfish, or other common allergies. We serve some dishes with pesto in them, which typically contains both pine nuts and parmesan cheese, but pesto is fairly quick to make. Basil, olive oil, garlic, pine nuts, parmesan, bit of lemon juice, blend, job done. (laughs) And we've made nut-free and dairy pesto in the past for customers who have requested it. We don't mind doing so if customers just ask for it. Last night, a server puts in an order for a chicken pesto of a pasta dish and informs the chef that a person at the table has a nut allergy. Okay, no problem. I begin making pesto without nuts in our allergy-free section of the kitchen. Dish is ready, gets served, comes back. Server tells us that the man who ordered it said the pesto tasted odd to him. I explained to her that I made the nut-free pesto since we were informed that someone at the table had a nut allergy. She goes back out, explains this to him and comes back, saying that he asked for the manager. Manager and man come to the window and the man says, my wife has the nut allergy, not me. I wanted regular pesto. We were informed that someone at the table had a nut allergy. We didn't know who, so we prepared it in our nut-free zone, I reply. You shouldn't just assume it was the person ordering. You don't modify things unless you're asked to, the man says. I mean, was it a dumb assumption of me? Everyone else in the kitchen assumed the same thing I did and we're playing on the side of safety. Were we assholes to assume? We did remake the dish and the server got badly tipped for something that wasn't her fault. Now, I don't know nothing about serving or anything like that, but if someone came up to me and said there's a food allergy at the table, I totally agree with OP on this one. And I might be I might be wrong, but playing on the playing cautiously in this one is the right thing to do. Imagine if you got that wrong and you gave someone nuts with a nut allergy. Hoo-wee. I'm not sure if this is in the US or where, but you'd be sued to hell. You know that, right? So there's no there's nothing wrong with playing playing cautiously on this one to me. You could have maybe said who's got the allergy or something like that and does everyone on the table want nut free or whatever or the server could have found out this information to begin with but you're not the asshole in this i think you're playing safe and i think that was the right thing to do but indigo says it was not a bad assumption on your part you did everything right not the asshole your server however probably should have asked someone at the table isn't good enough and uh what says not the asshole i feel like the server should have known who had the allergy unless it was told to the server as someone has a nut allergy at this table guess who <laughs> and b says not the asshole i think it was the server's mistake they took the order for the pesto dish they should have discussed it then we make pesto with pine nuts and you say someone has an allergy so would you like us to prepare the pesto without nuts the server skipped the step and passed you in the instructions pesto no nuts not your fault and one more from Broad Elderbury who says, not the arsehole. You were told there was a nut allergy at the table. So yes, it's implied that you were asked to modify the food. Also, a lot of people have allergies where they can't even be in the same table as their allergen. My brother-in-law is like this. So it makes sense that you would modify for the entire table. And you even remade the dish. You made a safe decision. You fixed the issue. The guy has no room to complain. And quotes, you shouldn't just assume that it was the person ordering. This doesn't even make sense, lol. So he's saying that he ordered the nuts and was also the one who told the waitress that there was a nut allergy at the table. Duh, you would assume it's him. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Are any of you servers here that can give us some insight on this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one.
This next story comes from All Your Slack. Am I the asshole for buying my kids pets without the approval of my ex? I'm divorced six years and remarried two years. I have two sons with my ex, 11 male and 13 male. My wife has one son, nine male. My kid's mum lives less than a mile away. It's close enough for the kids to walk over, but far enough to be separate space. My boys move back and forth between their mums and my house usually once a week. We're flexible, especially during the summer because of travel, kids' activities, etc. My wife's son lives with us full time. My wife and I have been talking with the kids about getting the pet that they would personally be responsible for at our house. This has been going on since December and we told the kids we would pull the trigger on the pets when all of our summer travel was done. Since then, the kids have been excited about the prospect of having their own pets. We asked them to research their chosen pet, determine what its needs were and what kind of common health problems that kind of pet could have and how to avoid them. The kids all presented their reports and did an awesome job starting out as responsible pet owners. My kids started thinking about how they could take care of their pets when they were with their mum. We presented their options as we saw them. Come over from time to time, ask for help from someone that's here all the time, bring the pets back and forth. They decided it would be best if they could bring their pets back and forth between the houses. We said that it would be okay with us, but they had to talk to their mum about it. I let them know that it was their responsibility to initiate that conversation. Two weeks ago, I reach out to my ex to see what her answer is regarding the pets moving back and forth. She lets me know that the kids approach that conversation saying, dad says we can bring the pets back and forth. I apologize and let her know that wasn't my intent. I clarify that we're fine with any of their three options for caring for these pets. She replies, in concept, I don't disagree with it. And also late in the conversation, it's totally unfair to expect her to secondarily be responsible for these pets. I'm confused, but leave that conversation feeling certain that she doesn't want to participate. So I decide that I will take care of the pets while the boys are away. Yesterday, we brought the youngest to their pets. They're ecstatic and it's adorable how they're caring for them. I get an angry message from my ex stating that the purchase of their pets is an imposition on them regardless of whether they go to their house or not and a bit of patronization. I understand that you and wife are excited about having an autonomous family unit of your own, but you continually make decisions together in a vacuum that impacts the wider scope of immediate family and it's really not okay. Am I the asshole for pulling the trigger on these pets without her approval? And on this one, we're gonna start straight away with Luxstrick6000 who says, you're the asshole. Take care of the pets yourself while your kids are at their mums. Telling the kids they can take a pet to her house before even discussing it with her directly is ridiculous. And telling the kids they need to come over there to your house during her time with them is also ridiculous. You set her up to be the bad guy. You handled this so wrong. Multiface says you're the asshole, specifically this. We presented their options as we saw them. Come over from time to time, ask for help from someone that's here all the time, bring the pets back and forth. Then it says, let's look at those. One, come over from time to time. Is this supported by your custody agreement? If not, this can easily be read as you trying to make an end run around your court ordered custody arrangement under the guise of teaching the kids responsibility with a pet. Two, ask for help from someone that's here all the time. They're 11 and 13. If you choose to get them a pet that needs to stay at your house, it's not their responsibility to find someone to take care of it. It's your responsibility to take care of it. Three, bring the pets back and forth. You made the suggestion before talking to your ex about it to verify that it would be okay. At first glance, this reads as you purposely putting your ex in a, in a bind. 
Either she says yes, thus validating your attempt to make decisions on her behalf, or she says no, turning her into the bad guy. What you're doing here is manipulative as hell. If you want them to get a pet, fine, but the correct approach is not to make or even suggest any changes to visitation and proactively say that you'll take care of the pet when your kids aren't with you and the pet will stay with you and not go to your ex's house. Basically, get yourself a pet that your kids have some responsibility over instead of getting them a pet. Hot Audience says, OP, I think the situation would have been different if you and your wife bought a family pet that would only stay at your house. The expectation then would be that you didn't need to discuss it with your ex-wife. However, you opted to buy your sons their own pets. That's a parenting decision you should have discussed with your ex and their mum. I am afraid your ex is right. And while I don't think you did this to inconvenience or upset anyone, you made assumptions without actually talking to her about it. And Wapel142 says, we presented their options as we saw them come over from time to time, asked for help from someone and the, the various options, and then says, that makes you the arsehole. If you get them pets, you need to take care of them when they're at their mum's house without involving her. Now, what do you guys think of this situation? How do you think it should have been handled appropriately? Let me know your thoughts and verdicts on all of today's stories in the comments below if you choose to share them. Never any pressure though either. And if you want to support the channel further, again, never any pressure to do so. But you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description, the link tree in the description, and the Patreon link will be in there. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time towards the channel. As I said at the very start, spending 20 minutes or so with me of your precious time. It's so, so precious. I'm very appreciative of it. So thank you so, so much. You're absolute legends. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started